From the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut. Wherever that is. This is Mostly Marketing with Matt Wilson. Yes, it is. Welcome to another episode of Mostly Marketing with Matt Wilson. And thank you to Jim McCarthy for the fantastic stellar intro right there. Although I like this part of the music to come on right when he introduces me. When he when he cha- when I changed the name, he was lazy on the editing. I mean, he does a good job, but like he kind of kind of was lazy there. But anyway, uh, you can visit his website, jimmccarthyvoiceovers.com. Is that the website? Speaking of Jim McCarthy, here he is. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. What do you mean lazy? What are you talking about? Well, I like the part where the music kicks in. I want that part to be right after you introduce me. So it like kicks in while I come on. That's what so that, used to I didn't like. do that. No, you when you when you change the name of it, you kind of like I don't know. You like did it fast. Like I'm just gonna get my buddy's thing out of the way, and here I am giving That's what you I was doing. giving you free plugs. And uh, well, we'll play it back again real quick. What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. Right here, here. This is good. From the advertising media capital the of the world, New Milford. People love this part. They always quote this when I talk Wherever to them. That is. Wherever that is. This. But here, is right here. Marketing with Matt Wilson. So the music just keeps playing, but I want I want this part to be what comes on after you say Matt Wilson right here. No, nope, right here. Hold on. Here it is. It should be Matt Wilson. Boom. Because people because people are excited to to hear from me. Anyway, welcome to another episode. My my, Jim McCarthy, longtime friend of mine and host of the Mostly Middle Tennessee podcast. Soon to be. Yeah, it's transitioning. Just stole the name right from my podcast. Really great. Really original (laughs) idea. Uh, Hey, you know what? At least I had you voice my intro. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I did a very good job. Um, (laughs) Jim and I have been longtime friends uh, since 1997. 98, yeah. Uh, And we often have long discussions about mindless things. But we had a discussion the other day, and I think the the thought of the discussion was, what, what is a thought leader? Right. And what is an influencer? Like, I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's good to promote your podcast, promote your business, promote, you know, the company I've worked for silverback advertising, digital operations manager. And we talk to people and on LinkedIn and, and see what's going on. And there's all these thought leaders and, um, influencers, but what, like, what is a, I don't know. What is an influencer? What's a thought leader? What's the difference? And is it a real thing or is it just all BS? I'm I'm not sure if the self-proclaimed thought leaders and influencers are really thought leaders and influencers. Uh, I heard it put this way. If you're an influencer and that means you could show up at a, you know, a Costco or a Walmart and let people know five minutes ahead of time that you're going to be there and you'll have, you know, 30, 40, 50 people there waiting for you. And then, you know, more people flocking to the location thereafter. it's almost like, you know, the modern day notion of celebrity. But in the business space, we're known as thought leaders, not we are. I'm not, I don't proclaim to be one, as thought leaders and influencers. So what gives, what is the actual meaning behind those terms? And why do people use them? And what makes them, what gives them the gravitas to think that they can give themselves such a, it's, it's almost like using the word awesome. The more you use it, the less power it has, right? 
Yeah. And you know, the influencer thing is if you, I think, I think somebody was telling me this story about they were at like an airport and they were watching like, you know, a television or, a, you know, like a commercial, like closed circuit, whatever. And the guy had to introduce himself like, oh, I'm YouTube star, Jim McCarthy. Right. And it's like, I've never heard of you. Like, now, the rock stars of the new age are going to be, you know, YouTubers. We, we kind of know that. There's a, um, you know, my daughter watches a, a guy named Marco Plyer on uh -huh. YouTube, you know, rel religiously every morning. And this guy, you know, he's worth, I don't know, probably 150 million bucks. And he does a ton of stuff. He's got, you know, the looks, he's got the voice, he's got a big burly voice. And he does like video games and all that stuff. And that's, you know, he could probably show up somewhere and attract a crowd, you know. Uh, but some of these business influencers, I just came across a guy this morning. Uh, man, I think his name is Lance Bachman. Oh, and uh, there's those guys. On the podcast. Call people <clears throat> out. What's that? Oh, you have to call people out on my podcasts. Is this my well, podcast I mean, or your podcast? This is mine. It's your podcast. Oh, I don't think but you have to I'll call. Be, I, don't like to, I don't like to be super con controversial. But you're not really calling them out. I am. All right. Fair point. Okay. It's on me. What's the guy's name? So. His name, <laughs> his name, uh, and if you see me looking to my, uh, my left here, it's only because you are there and I have to look at the camera um, to make sure we have a connection. Well, that's, uh, a, crap, so, that's a crappy setup. I want to get I that know, fixed. I know. I hardly ever do virtuals. Um, so all my podcast guests come to visit me because I'm an influencer in middle Tennessee. <laughs> hey, I just sell it, you know, uh, I don't think I'm an influencer in middle Tennessee. I'll tell you that. Uh, you know, and that's, I think that element of my personality hopefully is appealing because I don't think that, you know, I know it's going to take two, three, four years for this thing. You know, I think the reconfiguration of the podcast uh, strategy and the name may attract more bees to the hive because, it, you know, it is a middle Tennessee business centric podcast. But anyway, getting back to the gentleman we brought up earlier, I just, re, you know, discovered his, who he is. And, and the thing is, he's not going to mind me saying his name because that's what he's going for. All right. Same thing with a guy named Andy Elliott. He's been blowing up recently in the last year, making a lot of controversial um, proclamations, statements, uh, videos, you know, saying outrageous things that you can't work for him unless you have a six pack, those kinds of things. Uh, shaming people in his uh, classes that he has whenever he gets in front of a group of people, typically automotive uh, space. Um, you know, he'll he'll shame people right then and there, get it on camera. Uh, like one video, he's got crying emojis of celebrities over some guy's face. And I'm like, okay, um, right. they're either just, you know, poking fun at this guy or he didn't give his permission to use his appearance on camera, but they went ahead and did it anyway and found a loophole. And, you know, turns out this guy, Andy Elliott's, uh, got a little bit of a history himself, but you know, it's like, I get what you're doing. You're being controversial. It's uh, it's the Howard Stern effect, right? Yeah. Be controversial. Call now, people out. Look how outrageous I am. <laughs> Robin. Uh, right. Hoo hoo, Robin. And then, you know, take it from there. I get what he's doing, but, but right. there's going to be a lot of people like myself that go, you're just kind of a douchebag. Yeah. You know? And then there's another guy, like a Me Too copycat brand that's doing kind of the same thing, making these really bold, opinionated uh, proclamations about sales and marketing and on, you know, entrepreneurship and that, that kind of stuff. And you could tell, you know, Andy gets a ton of engagement to his credit. He's got a massive following. This other guy, you know, has supposedly like 70,000 Instagram followers and 
his engagements like you know maybe one or two comments each post so it's like okay one of you guys bought your following <laughs> you know it's like it's yeah. so easy to tell <laughs> right so yeah you know <clears throat> so i think louis ck the comedian has an old bit where like if you like if if someone calls you an a-hole and you say no i'm not and his thing is you can't you can't say no you're not like it's not up to you it's up to everybody else right so on in the lines of what we're talking about like you can't call yourself an influencer. Right. People have to be influenced by you and say, oh, this guy, this guy's an influencer. Like you can't, you can't say, that's like people who call, who say they're funny. I'm hilarious, aren't I? You have to <laughs> say you're hilarious. You're not hilarious. Like the girl in high school that says, I'm so weird. <laughs> yeah. Remember those girls? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so weird. Yeah. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're normal. No, you're, 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 people, you want people to think that way. Uh, an influencer, you know, going by that to your point, um, if people are, you know, commenting, liking, sharing your stuff, <laughs> then yeah, you're no, kind hey, of being just, just, just hacking yeah. up along on my podcast. I, 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 I just do that. So far, you said, you said douchebag. You called out two people <laughs> and you're now you're coughing. You're a great guest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the most interesting episode you've had in a long time. Boom! <laughs> Let me do wow. a little. Yeah, we'll do some. Get some fire up, some sound effects here in the <laughs> shots fired. Yeah. What do you have? Your, you have your own sound effects? <laughs> You're coming on my podcast with your own sound effects. We're both. We're both. Uh, we're both podcast influencers, aren't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm influencing my hundreds of listeners. <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, you got hundreds. I've got tens. <clears throat> so. What could I say? Well, I'm kind of a big thing. deal. I hope that's appealing that, you know, we can at least make fun of each other uh, or for ourselves mostly, mostly, and, uh, you know, kind of move on from there. But to your point, if somebody's taking your content and sharing it and they're really engaging with it, you know, like a Gary V is a true influencer. I was going to ask home. you, what about Vanderchuk? Vander, what's Van, his name? Vanderchuk. Yeah, no, right. I don't know who Vanderchuk is. Whatever. Uh, Gary V is a, is one of the first. He, he was the one who put the hustle in. He put all the, and he's a practitioner of what he preaches. So you got, you know, V Cardone Cardone is a, he's, he'll show up at a place. He'll probably attract a crowd. I know he needs security at his office. People love you know, Gary V. Oh yeah. This is, contra- this is controversial. I'm not a big Gary V guy. He, he either, you know, re- resonates with you or he doesn't. I know? get, I get what he does and I agree. He's an influencer Yeah, and I have no problem with that, but the t-shirt mm-hmm. unshaved using the F word when you're recording mm-hmm. a video, slightly off camera like that. I don't know why I don't like that. Maybe it's he because has, everyone's copying that. Maybe that's why he has I don't like some it. of the worst uh, produced content out there. I, will, I would I would say that to his face, but he understands. He's just, he's documenting over creating. That's what he talks about. You know, yeah. just have somebody following you with a camera, and sometimes he'll be on a plane and he'll just shoot his own videos. And it's the camera mic audio. It's ambient. Uh, it might be dark, but he's got something to say. And people, man, you know, you yeah. can't you can't bash the guy. People engage with him. I'm not he bashing puts the him. Work. Are you frozen? What a rinky-dink operation you got over there. You got a brand new... Cardone's the same way. Uh, back in 2015, 2016, he started hockey sticking, and uh, his star was rising. What's hockey sticking? What's, What's hockey sticking? <clears throat> uh, where all of a sudden, you're... And I'm making sure I'm in frame when I do this. You know, you're, you're having steady growth, steady growth, and all of a sudden, boom. It hockey sticks. I get it. Like a hockey stick. Yeah. Do they have then, internet uh, in Middle Tennessee? Really? 
Yeah, I mean, you're all your videos all choppy. You got that nice looking studio, but it it you're on like dial up. There we go. Now no, you're, I'm on. Uh, we got a good connection down here. Now you're clear. All right. Maybe it's you. Can you hear me? Are we on? Oh my God, we're on. <laughs> that's like what's the weather there? That's like all these podcasts. These people who record these podcasts, I make fun of them. I'm like these basement podcasters. Meanwhile, by the way, my home office is in my basement, so I'm actually in my basement. But not that there's anything wrong with basement podcasts. No, I mean, no, come no. On. no but still, somewhere. but they come on. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You don't need all the equipment, all the fancy equipment. I get it. You can start. That's the beauty beauty of podcasting. But the the people, I can't stand when a new podcast comes on. In the beginning of it, they're like amazed that they're talking to each other in different states and the microphones work they're like can you hear me yeah i can hear you wait but can you hear me yeah i got you oh hey man how and you doing realize it and hey what's up inevitably say so here we are yeah yeah so how are you buddy <laughs> so here we are it's like you could have done that before you hit record <laughs> or anybody that's on the uh they they'll do a one on a, one, a direct to camera video uh with some sort of uh piece of media and they say hey man jim mccarthy here uh how are you guys doing yeah. Are you waiting for a response? Yeah. It's kind of, a, they're asked nine questions and see, everyone, if they see the title of, of where it's coming from, they're going to know it's you. Yeah. Stop introducing yourself. See, so, you know, I it. find it. I like to, um, you know what you should do? You should stop introducing yourself <laughs> for all my listeners. Jim always likes to tell people what they should do. You know what you should do, Matt, you know what you uh, should do. You should do your podcast more because I really like it. You know what you should do? Like, oh, I'm just going to call you to make all my decisions for me. Jim, should I get a dog? You know what you should do? You should adopt. No, you, yeah. <laughs> you have two. So with these podcasters, though, so like for me, like I think it's great. Anybody can get into it. But I get annoyed that anybody thinks they can get into it because you and I are broadcasters by trade, right? We are above you. <laughs> so we've been no, no, down the no, road. No, 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 that's And not, we are better than all of you because no. we've done this. <laughs> this is not, this is not, is this how it's sounding? Is that how it's sounding? That that, that's what, kind of what you're saying, right? No, what I'm saying is, is being able to, to hold an audience, be interesting, right. have uh, good recording equipment, and interview, interview somebody, that's a skill. That's not just like, hey, man, you have a good voice. You should have a podcast. Like, that's not just... It just annoys the crap out of me because I spent so much time trying to be good at it to right. not to, to be like, okay at it. But I, I, I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm not saying I'm better than everybody who's trying to record their own podcast. I mean, you know, maybe and you could take, you could take that cynical Northeastern type of a, approach to it. With that attitude. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, everybody in my company is like, Oh, what time, uh, what time is that meeting? Is it your time or my time? I'm like, East Coast time's the only time that matters. It's always, <laughs> when I say, I'm always talking about my time. You, you know, I'm 90 minutes from New York, right? <laughs> you know, that places me above you, several notches above you. My proximity to New York City allows me to be above you. I am better than thou. I'm okay? like, hey, listen, um, can I, can we move that meeting back? I have to get some avocado toast. So like you Northeast elitist. <laughs> And then, oh my God, I was in North Carolina the other day in a meeting with both of the bosses of my company, the president and the managing partner. I'm like, oh, you want to get some pizza? I'm like, down here? No. <laughs> I'm not going to get pizza in North Carolina. That gruel that you call pizza? I like, might as well be, you know, yeah. American cheese with ketchup on a Ritz cracker? Give me a break. I'm like, mm. unless, unless this place got the water from the Bronx shipped down here, I don't want your pizza. 
You were so right. bougie. So what's the difference between an influencer <clears throat> and a thought leader? Because I see that, in, you know how like in LinkedIn you can have the, um, this is the most ADD episode ever. I don't even know what we're talking about. Right. You know how you can have your title like in the, in your LinkedIn profile. So mine says right. my job, digital operations manager, silverback advertising. Some right. people put thought leader before they put their job title. What is that? Uh, I think thought leader exists more in the business space because everybody wants to be motivational these days mm -hmm. and it's kind of a saturated space. And I think there's a little bit of fatigue that's happening. Uh, LinkedIn has been accused of being, um, I've actually heard the term toxic positivity. Toxic. What is that? I've never heard that. Uh, where it's like every post is like, Hey man, you can do it. You know, here's what, you know, my, you know, there's an, a self-proclaimed influencer, thought leader, whatever. She's a woman. And I think there's a topic we can talk about, especially no. on LinkedIn, because ultimately not naming names, um, that they, uh, have a leg up already. I'm here to say you can't do it. <clears throat> And exactly. I'm here to say you can't do it and don't rise and grind, get up, take a nap, take your time. Right. And uh, if, if you're thinking about doing this thing, you want to climb this mountain, you can't do it. You're too lazy and you're not going to do it. That's, oh, that's, I thought you were going to tell me, stop me from talking about the women. No, on I'm just, I'm going to post, I'm going to put, because I, oh, I don't want to call it a bunch of people because it'll get me in trouble. But, and I don't to do it. No, like, like <laughs> I, like I, I'm all for being positive. I'm a glass half full person. Yeah. Right. Typically. It would yeah, be maybe. typically, it would be very easy for me to be a glass half empty person, but I'm a glass half full person. But that being said, uh, like in I'll use the automotive industry as an example, it's not all like if we all band together and do our best, the industry is going to fix itself. And the perception of the industry from the customer is just automatically boom, going to change. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. The perception has been the perception for 30 years, and you can't just change it by having a bunch of influencers and thought leaders just talk about how good it could be. That's not what that's not going to motivate the change. I think people become numb to it, and especially in some of these people we're talking about. Um, again, if and I'll, it may sound chauvinistic by by, by me saying this. Um, Notice you're not doing this on your podcast. Right. On LinkedIn, if you're a woman, you do have an edge, especially okay. if you're a good looking woman, because a lot of women on LinkedIn are, you know, writing these lengthy posts and taking like these glamour shots. You know, somebody's following them around and, the, and you know, all the women are like looking surprised, like, oh, my gosh, there you are. Let me just put my leg out here and kick my <laughs> hip out. And, you know, I mean, I saw I literally saw literally uh, a post from a female influencer a few weeks ago with a photo of her reading her own book. <laughs> like, wow. You... <sighs> That's like riding around in the car Seriously? listening to your own music if you're a musician. Or, yeah, you know, man, I'm good. Going to see a rock concert and they're wearing their own shirts on stage, which I've seen, which kind of sort of makes sense. But, you know, there she's, she's I'm, I'm just gleaning all the wisdom that I've actually wrote down. I, I got to glean it one more time. And it's... Who, I'm reading and, you my know, there own are people book. that are engaging. There are comment sections that are 120, 130, 150. Now, there is a strategy on LinkedIn that I'm aware of that if you want to post and you want to get a following, you want to post about five to 10 comments on fairly large following uh, personalities on LinkedIn before and after you post. 
That is a strategy because Wait, then what? those people in the comment sections will go check out what you do. But I don't, I, I did that for a while, but I didn't do it in the way that I see it being done by most people. Like, oh my gosh, that's fire. I so agree. You know, they're, they're not saying anything. It's just milk toast comments. If I have a real thought about something and, uh, and it's a reply to what they're posting about, I'll put it up. You know, it's got to be a legitimate thought. You know, not just milk toast. It can't fluff. be. It can't be. Somebody says something, and you go, "Let's go!" Yeah, let's go. It's, okay. Yeah. What are you, Where Tom are we Brady? Going? Where are right. we going? You know, we go and, and I, I know a lot of people here locally that are "Let's go." Okay. You know, and dude, some people are gonna if they watch this, they're gonna think I'm talking about them, and I probably everybody will. watches my podcast. I know the freaking gym photos and videos of you working out. I think they call those thirst traps. Have got to stop. Yeah, I okay. agree. The people in the gym that are around you trying to get their workout in, but you're setting up a tripod and lights to so get, you know, so I can post meet, you know, look at me lifting these weights. But there are people behind you that just want to be left alone. Yeah. They don't want to be in your videos. I can't believe gyms let that happen, but that's a whole other story. That's also um, when people tag themselves and their location at the gym every time they go to the gym. Right. I, first of all, I'm doing. when I go to the gym, right. I don't bring my phone inside. I leave it in the car because it's a phone-free zone. I need to think, of, I need to, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to take phone calls. I'm going to exercise. And then I've never once been tagged at the gym because I don't go to the gym for people to say, I go to the gym. You know, I go to the gym to yeah. come on here to talk about going to the gym. I mean, I'm getting ripped. You can't tell. Yeah, I've actually been working out at home, but um, really? Yeah. But you're, you're getting back to the thought leaders on LinkedIn and I sound so chauvinist and, you know, I guess by saying this and I'll fully admit it does sound that way, but it's kind of, I can't be the only one thinking this, you know, mm -hmm. where um, every single post are glamour shots. You know, there's, there's got, there's got to be somebody out there that does a parody of this, you know, that just, maybe I should do it, you know, guy pushing 50 balding, you know, dad bod, go out and get all these really highly, you know, glossy, highly posed photos. And, you know, Hey, here's me on my phone sitting out at the uh, park bench, but man, I'm hustling. You know, yeah. let me tell you my story about when I got fired 800 times, you know, it's like, dude. And okay. So all we're doing in this podcast episode is bitching, right? <clears throat> so what's the solution? Hold on before we, Talk about the solution. I just want to say right. one thing. You're bitch more. So you're saying if I was to post the same content, right? That a attractive female influencer was posting the yeah. same exact content, and then a picture of myself with my nose right. and everything. That it's a little large. That right. you, I would not get the same response. I, uh, you know, put it to the test. See what happens. But make sure they're professional photos with, you know, a pro photographer. Well, I don't have a uh, photographer. Photoshop. I'm in my basement. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, Photoshop to the to the nth degree, um, you, you know, with completely unauthentic poses. Yeah. Like this. I'll be like, me with I'll be like this. I'll be like. Right. Or, or the other ones where they, where they hold two phones. Somebody's holding a phone and then they're on the other phone. You know, and they're like, ah, uh, yeah. And then they're pointing with one phone with their glasses in their hand or, you right. know, they've got, here, how about this? The video people, they're like this. They're like, 
Okay, so those of you who are listening, he's got his glasses hanging out of his mouth. I'm just chewing on the end I'm of my deep, just chewing on the hey, end of my glasses. I'm in deep thought. Hey, Photog, I'm 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 about to have a deep thought here. Yeah. So you might want to get this. I'm, I'm yes. really I'm, Can I'm you being, please get your camera with your long with your long legs uh, legs. The, with your long lens and your, with your long that was the, weird. With your the long muse lens. Is one with me right now and, I, and I'm <laughs> yeah. feeling it. I, I'm really yeah. receiving a lot of earth shattering. Like you're the nuggets like you're the, that I get to bestow upon yeah. you. Like there's a president from like, on high. Like you're the president and there's a photographer hanging out in the outside office all day documenting right. what you're doing. Dude, those pictures are more real than the ones I see on LinkedIn. Yeah. All right. I mean, so the, the, the White House photographer and, sh- you know, shooting all, you know, all the, the president just doing his thing. Yeah. That's to me, that's authenticity. That's really, you yeah. know, that's really happening. That's more real than the stuff I see on LinkedIn. All right, so we've been com- um, we've been complaining for twenty four minutes, and the sad thing is, is that you got these guys like Brad Lee, you got Nick Heider, who's who's just hustling every day, putting his stuff up there, and it's like you know, me too. I like Brad. We Lee. get crickets, we get nothing, right? On LinkedIn, LinkedIn's a hard, a tough hack to get uh, some response going, and it's like now I sound like poor me, woe is me. I sound like a, a bitch, right? <laughs> Um, Nick Heider, I see his stuff every day. He's uh, what's that? Now I got to put explicit on this. These are softwares. It's not like I'm dropping the f bomb. All right. Yeah. Um. You know, Brad Lee. He he does a wonderful job. He's and he knows his stuff. He's got the battle scars in business. He's been you know he built his business over twenty thirty years. Uh, he put up a post yesterday. Hundred and four. Um. You know, instant responses, likes, things of that nature. One comment, eight reposts, not bad, but I'm like, really one comment. Bradley is a dude that's legit. Yeah. I like that guy. Stuff. Yeah. I've seen you. Um, I've seen you on his podcast. Yeah. Or a, a, a video cast. Is it a podcast yeah. or a video? What it's is a it? Podcast. All right. Calm it's down. A podcast. And then, you know, literally, literally a couple of, a couple of, uh, you know, thumb strokes down. I'm coming across from a female who is a self-proclaimed, you know, podcast expert. I think she spent like maybe two or three years in radio. And <laughs> I, spent I'm 15, an I spent 15 in radio. Right. And tons of engagement, 31 comments. She's doing a live video right now. She got three reposts, but it's like, I, I just have a sneaking suspicion, you know, and, and I don't mean to denigrate what they're saying. They actually do say some pretty decent things sometimes, but most of the time it's kind of like, okay, it's duh. You know, you never see the post where it's like, yeah, okay, duh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who didn't know? Who didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we were really cynical, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm a good person. We are. We're going straight to hell. <clears throat> um. All right. So, uh, I can't do it. Oh, no, that's not it. Brian, you know, Brian Covey, another one. All right, so what do you mind? What's the solution? I think, um, I don't know if there is a solution. I think that there is a a thought leader influencer bubble that could burst at some point Mm -hmm. and collapse. And, uh, you know, Gary Vee talks about the economy, uh, you know, turning sour and becoming more of a wartime economy. And Mm -hmm. he says, you're going to see all these hucksters and wannabes uh, self-proclaimed influencers, thought leaders just kind of go away because all of a sudden it's going to have to get, it's going to get real and they're going to have to get real jobs. Um, you know, I, for example, just getting on the Instagram bandwagon or, or going inst- the way of Instagram, there's another person on there. She's literally 22 years old. 
and apparently has made multiple multiple millions of dollars doing whatever it is that she does. Uh, and she's Australian. I'll just tell you her name, Lauren. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember her last name, but anyway, she um, is constantly. Some of the stuff she puts up is is decent. You know, uh, here's how to you know boost your engagement, that kind of stuff. You read through it and like, okay, there's there's some tidbits in there. Um, but again, she's hot, blonde, great shape, 22, 23 years old. The only thing that is I want married? to challenge her on, uh, I don't just think she's got a boyfriend. Yeah. The only thing I want to challenge her, I, it's like, there's somebody, I think the solution is to start calling people out in the comments and saying, okay, if this is what you say it is, then post your bank statement. Yeah. But then you get hammered in the comments for like, you, oh, you can't let this person live. But the problem is, is like, I don't understand, you know, like I, I, have, a, I have a buddy um, of mine who used to work at the radio station and we'll screenshot and text each other. Like, you know, a, a guy who's like, Oh, I'm taking on five sales folks who I'm going to train next year. And I'm like, right. equals zero income. <sighs> like, how are you monetizing that? No one's taking you up on that. And then I'm like, well, Dude, I you- mean, that's what they're trying <clears throat> to do. They, you know, it's, I had, there's a guy here locally. All right. Coach Bart. Here I am naming names. I saw a post from him, and this is what kind of got me off of his bandwagon several years ago. His bandwagon. He started talking about having his own jet. I'm like, you know, I bought a jet. No, you, dude, no, you didn't. Yeah. Stop it. Okay. No one's buying this. Okay. If you bought a jet, show me the freaking, the, the, the bill of sale. Yeah. Okay. How much does a get jet go for these days? 30, well, probably, 40, $50 million on the low end? Probably finance them for. Hundred finance them, hundred thousand dollars ownership. You, you yeah. can lease them. You have like fractional net jets ownership. or something, right? You don't own the jet. Yeah, you you own a piece of it. Just be real. That's, Why do you got it? I I bought a jet. And he, and I heard it from him the, a couple of weeks ago. He's like, oh, I'm I'm you know renting a space in a building. He said that he bought the building in one of his. I'm like, no, you didn't buy the. I know you're barely even a double digit millionaire. Which great for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. But there's no way that I buy that you bought a jet. Even Cardone called him out. He's like, you can't, you can fake a Lambo, but you can't fake a jet. Is that the and solution? Like, Is that the solution? That- be authentic, be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just shoot straight, man. You know, if there's trouble that you're going through, I just had this conversation yesterday with a guy who's thinking about doing a podcast, young guy. And, uh, you know, we talked about the people that um, start a podcast you know, I'm not as cynical as you when it comes to this kind of stuff, but you know, I understand the fact that people that are doing podcasting and getting into it, they just need reps. They need practice. Like we had 20 years of it. I had four or five years of talk radio experience that, you know, helped me boost what I do now and helping my clients do what they do. You know, I tell my clients, I said, dude, your, your first milestone is episode 100 and congratulations. You've done four months of radio at that point. Yeah, that's it. All right. And everyone says, oh, episode 100. It's, yeah, it's, it's four months of radio. Get to episode 1,000, 1,500, 5,000. Now you got years of radio under your belt. You know, Joe Rogan, I think, barely has that many. And he's a preeminent podcaster. And he's he had momentum going into it. And the entertainment industry influenced him. He was a stand-up comic. He's a he's a you know public figure. He was on Fear Factor. So he had a lot of you know, ramp up time. He had momentum yeah. going into what he does and practice. So for anybody who's getting into it, I don't want to decry or, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, unpersuade, uh, you know, you that's, to get into podcast. That's not a word. Be persuade. 
uh, it's going to take practice and there's going to, you, you, if you try to fake it till you make it, that's going to come, it's going to be evident. And maybe yeah. that's okay. Like in, in, in the solution to this, especially if you're in influencing and podcasting, similar to when I voice over a coach voiceover people find someone to emulate. I mean, Doug Paul, when we started at 995, the home I of rock and roll, I-95. The home of rock and roll, I-95. That's how he sounded, right? Here's <clears throat> signs from Tesla again. That's right. Well, I don't think he front sold songs, but, you know. He did you know, a great job. W-R-K-I, Brookfield Danbury. He was the big voice guy. Young, nubile, nymphets. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Remember that? that. <laughs> yes, I do. And he was—he was even the. If you, for those of you listening, uh, we have voice guys in radio that the big voice guys that say the stuff between the songs. That's called imaging. Yeah. Um, and I used to write a lot of the copy for this guy. His name was Doug Paul, and he did all the imaging. The you know now another forty minute log set. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I would write just. I must have been a horny freaking 23 year old <laughs> and you know, it was springtime and like, you know, all of a sudden I'm seeing, you know, summer dresses and stuff like that around the mall. And they're like, Oh my gosh, this, I feel like a perv, you know, that's like, how do these girls develop? So I just wrote, you know, commentary around it as yeah. imaging for the radio station. And even he goes, he's like, I, I don't really want to read this. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to turn off every girl in a 50 mile radius. <laughs> Everyone's going to hear this. And look over there, a young associated with nubile my voice. nymphette. <laughs> <clears throat> so I emulated a lot of what he did. I emulated what Sam O'Neill did. And, and he was a voice guy in uh, Vegas when I went there. Um, That's how you learn. And, so emulating people, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of channel Howard Stern when I do my own podcast, because I think he's an, he's a world-class interviewer. Yeah. You know, just a raw curiosity that's just off the charts, right? So anybody who's getting into podcasting, get your reps. Agreed. Uh, don't worry about how many downloads you have. It, it could completely, you know, go to the moon in the first two episodes. Absolutely, it's possible. But you're in it for the long haul. It's yeah. going to be a th three to five year grind. I like just, that. Get your reps. Right. And just do it over and over again. Emulate people. Find uh, you know, people in radio, people who are in, you know, legitimate influencing thought leading spaces uh, that are doing podcasts, listen to how they do it. You know, even the best, you know, Bradley, excuse me, as I burp and belch. Oh my God. I know. I was about to talk about how I like having you on. Like I like discussing, <laughs> like I have lots of guests and this is nothing against my other guests, but it's different when you're talking to another you know. broadcaster and someone, you know, but someone who's like, th this is what they do. And I'm just about to say how pleasant that is. And then you burped <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> and you I don't know. Getting some, Go ahead. Yeah. You know, somebody like, uh, you know, Cardo knows what he's doing to us, to a certain extent, all these guys that are actually really crushing it could still use development. That's even, that's the thing that even I put out there is that you could still make it better. You know, Howard Stern, I think, probably still listens. Eh, maybe not, you know, at this point in his life and career. But he probably air-checked himself up until his 50s. Yeah. You know? His thing is he talks yeah. over guests a lot. And I'm like, dude, I want to hear the answer. Shut up. He's the man, though. But he's, he, got, his, but he's he, got his mic tuned a certain way. Yeah. And it dominates over everybody. Listen, but he's the great, uh, I, in my opinion, he's the he's probably the best radio guy of all time. He yeah. 
his interviews would be, I'd be driving to work and I wouldn't want to get out of the car because I want to hear the rest of the interview. He was amazing. Yeah. He is amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's not dead. If, if you, you know, politically or however he stands these days, love him or hate him, uh, listen to his interviewing skills. Because one of the things I talk to clients about with podcasting is, you know, well, we can't go off on a tangent. Why not? Yeah. No, it's a rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole. If it opens up an interesting t- part of the conversation, just keep in mind as a host, you got to find your way back my, to the original timeline, so to speak. So my reps came from doing a NASCAR show for yeah. 10 years for two we hours, talk radio. two hours every Sunday or three yeah. hours every Sunday. And we'd go to the racetracks and broadcast and do three shows in a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three hours each day. That's three, six, seven, eight. That's nine hours of radio in three days. Yeah. And the way that I got good or better at interviewing people was when we did that, in order to get like Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson and Tony Stewart on the show, you'd have to take all the sponsor guests at the racetrack forced down your throat. So they'd be (laughs) like, yeah, you can get Jeff Gordon, but you have to interview the vice president of marketing for Sylvania light bulbs. So it, it becomes how do you get good at or how do you make that person interesting so like they'd come on and you'd have to be like all right well nobody listening cares about light bulbs or cares but you got to interview the sponsor because the sponsor paid big money for the race and they were promised press and so interviewing those people and making those people interesting is how i got my reps and the way that we did it on the show was we got those people to have a good time doing the interview and then exactly. once they got comfortable and they laughed and they were having fun, then they would be interested. Yes, thank you, everybody. Matt Carey. <laughs> oh, that's not my, Matt Wilson. That's my radio name. Sorry. Matt Wilson, podcast broadcasting influencer. <laughs> I'm not an influencer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what's right. funny? Yeah. I, I interviewed somebody, um, uh, not interviewed, I was doing a pitch for a, um, an automotive group. And mm-hmm. one of the people was like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Then they quoted something that I said on the podcast, which that's I thought cool. also was awesome. So then I left there and my bosses were like, don't get a big head, dude. <laughs> I was like, well, out of the three <laughs> of us, late. I'm the celebrity. No, no, big, no, no. I mean, I know you own the company, but you know, people know me. I'm Ethan's kid. <laughs> yeah. He grew up saying, do you know who my dad is? You know who my dad is? <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know who's, who's listening, uh, Matt's dad was a prominent uh, morning show radio guy for decades. And that still happens. So, the other last yeah. two days. Oh, no, it was yesterday. I was at the gym and my trainer was asking about something. And somehow, oh, he asked me what I, how I met my wife. And I was like, oh, at the radio station, telling the radio station. And then how it came out that like Ethan Carey is my dad who does the morning show. And he was like, no way. I've been listening to him yeah. for, he's like, you're Ethan's kid. And I was like, oh, like I grew up with that on my, how do we get to, how do we end up talking about me? Well, I think we're, I'm going to parlay it into something. Uh, we're to segue hey. uh, into another aspect of what people need to kind of focus on again, uh, in voiceover, in podcasting, uh, influencing, you know, there's a ham factor involved. You gotta, you gotta be entertaining first and foremost. You know, a lot of people, I want to be inspiring and motivating and educating. You gotta be entertaining. I don't want to be inspiring. I know you, but that, you know, maybe that's not your thing. There's actually a lot of stuff you could be talking about that is very inspiring in my opinion, especially with the the journey that you've had in the last five years. You know Um, what you should do? You should talk about things that are inspiring. 
I, you know, I think uh, well, I just I have did, ideas. It's interesting know, because I did an episode of my podcast about coming back from bereavement leave. Right. Um, after my wife passed away. And I get a lot of comments on that episode. Right. And, and I doubt it. Because the thing about you, Matt, and it's something that I've always thought, it was like envious of you in the beginning when I first met you because you were already in radio. You were in a business I wanted to get my feet in and start establishing myself. You were already, I think I met you, you were 17 at the time. And uh, yeah, probably 18, yeah. Yeah, you just graduated high school. You were already doing nights on a, you know, a pretty big stick, 50,000 watt stick in uh, Brookfield, Connecticut that, you know, reached New York City, Long Island, all those places. And I'm going, oh my gosh, you know, if this kid's doing it at 18, where I'm way behind. Uh, and he's, and he's good. You know, he's got a great voice. He, he's got the gift of gab. You've got the ham factor naturally, you know, and that radio station helped me, I guess, identify and nurture that ham factor. And you guys razz me. And I, I understand that in the days I would be the, you know, you know, what you should do guy. That's me. Like, I guess, seeing the potential mm -hmm. and saying, Oh my gosh, you've got a gift, you know? You, Matt, have a gift of gab. You're, you're entertaining. You've got all that wrapped up. And for me, it's tough to see. I, I guess it's when I tell people, I see the outside of the bottle that you're inside of. And okay. all day long for you and a lot of people out there, it's like, here's your gift, man. That's your gift. You need to really double down on that because that's what you should do. Because um, that will really work out for you, I think, in the long run. Uh, it disciplined regular episodes because when your episode, when your podcast comes up, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to that. And I know you. Right. I'm familiar with you. <clears throat> so if other people have that response and I've heard the same thing about me with my podcast and, you know, oh my gosh, I listened to, you know, having this guest on the other day, she was amazing. I'm like, thank you. I have no idea, you know, unless they're leaving reviews or comments or something like that, which I would, that's where I get a lot of feedback and, you know, hopefully encouragement. But when somebody tells you that, oh yeah, don't take it for granted. That's a yeah. that's a really cool thing, uh, and I just see the potential in, in a lot of different people. I just had this conversation yesterday again with a, a potential customer and young kid. Uh, he wanted to talk about the realities of entrepreneurship and how um, you know a lot of entrepreneurial podcasts like to go down that road, but I don't think they've really understood. They they listen to other people and how they do it and they duplicate it. And a lot of them come off as milk toast. They're kind of this bleh, right? <clears throat> so I led him through an exercise of rabbit hole 101. I said, you know, all the journalistic questions, who, what, why, where, when, how, okay? Yeah. Just use those questions. And if somebody comes up at you know, and he actually said, he's like, it's almost like I want to talk to people about the day they wanted to quit. I'm like, oh my dude. That's the name of your podcast. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I said, call it the day I wanted to quit. And said, you talk to all these people. I, I don't want to, I get it. You're successful. You've climbed the mountain. You've had your Beyonce moment. I want to know about the day you woke up and said, I'm done. I'm done. What did, what were, did you get out of bed normally that morning? Did you stay in? Did you hit the snooze button a few more times? Which foot did you put first on the floor? Was it your left or your right? You know, that kind of stuff. Get nitty ditty, nitty ditty, nitty gritty with the details. You know, yeah. did you go to the bathroom first? Did you sit and meditate? Did you sit on the floor? What was that day like? And what got you through it? I want to know about that day. 
And he's like, he's furiously writing as I'm talking to him. He goes, I think I need to do that. You need to do that because yeah. that exercise alone will make you an amazing interviewer. Yeah. Figure out the next step of how I can get as much detail out of this line of questioning on this particular concept, you know, and that will give you a lot of practice. That's how Howard does his stuff. He goes deep and yeah. he keeps on digging. When, he's, when you think he's done digging, oh, nope, found another stone. Let's just pry that out of the side of the dirt here. Let, let me, oh, that's, that looks like kind of cool. Let's go down that way. Yeah. That's the essence of amazing podcasts and hardly anybody's doing it. Yeah. Agreed. So nitty ditty, nitty ditty, <laughs> the nitty ditty. And also, you know, uh, short form clip content. That's what you should do as well. Well, th so I like your short form content. I, Thank you. I, you, I see all your, you, 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 you never, you never actually like them though. You don't, you don't, you know, hit the little like button, but I watch them. them. Like, yeah. Thank you. I watch them on TikTok and Instagram reels or Instagram stories, whatever. Hit, hit that heart button. Cause that helps the algorithm smash the heart button. That's right. Follow what me do I do on LinkedIn. If you post on there, I hit the like button to help you out. Thank you. Gosh, reciprocate freaking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's I don't know. funny. Are you still on going and going though? Are you still doing the um, Rich Redmond podcast? Uh, you know we we're we're a little behind. Uh, we got to get going with it again. You know, I find uh, that podcast very interesting. Yeah, he's a good interviewer. I like the behind the scenes. I like that. I, I like country music and so, and music in yeah. general. And I like the behind the scenes stuff about recording and touring. And I just think, and I'm not a musician. Um, I mean, I own instruments, but I don't play any of them. Um, right. But I just find it interesting. It is. It's, you know, an inside look and it's his perspective as a professional in the music business. I like the process. Uh, I like to know the process. He does a little bit of the, you know, tell me who your influence is, you know, those kind of common questions that DJs would ask artists and stuff right. like that. And, you know, I some kind of, I kind of sit there with the color commentary and ask, you know, we had a guy on who, um, it was Troy Laketa from Tesla. He's a drummer for Tesla. Did you tell him I hate and, that know, Rich, song, Signs? It's <laughs> a great song. I played that song 57. I played that song so much over my career. I know. Hey, uh, it's Signs on the Homer Rock and Roll on 95. So he in the middle of another 40 minute long set of classic rock. Here's Tesla rock. again on I-95. Right. You hear the latest from Led Zeppelin coming up next. And it's 1998. The late, it is the latest though. Yeah. The latest from Led Zeppelin. So uh, he would, um, he'll ask, you know, a lot of common questions, but like Troy was going, uh, apparently he's very entrepreneurial and talked about doing roofing when he was a kid, you know, teenager before Tesla, Tesla took off Tesla. And, uh, in his off time, he brought up the fact that he still does roofing. I'm, and, you know, Rich kind of kept on going with the questioning of the music. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're still doing roofing? Yeah. You know, let's talk about this for a second. You know, you're a guy in your 50s. You have the, a pretty amazing career with a pretty successful rock band. You're still, he's like, oh, yeah, I go out and I sell it and I install it. You install it? Like you're you on, the roof? on the roof? He goes, yeah. I'm like, dude. <laughs> really? That's yeah. cool. You know, that's a good rabbit hole. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, agree. You don't have to follow the plan that you have written down. The plan no. should be fluid. 
Right. You should have at least, you know, an idea of what your North Star is going to be for every episode. But at the end of the day, man, if you got something that deviates, go. Man, it's interesting. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Totally agree. I had that. I had a local meteorologist on uh, probably about a year and a half ago. I'm trying to get her back on. Sunny she's very and, popular. It's sunny in 77 tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, Danielle Breezy is her last name. And it's uh, a surname, obviously. I thought it was legit, but we went into that. And she's like, no, no, it's my husband's last name, but it's actually, he made it. He's a radio guy as well. Oh, that's like and, uh, uh, Stormy Warren or something. Yeah. But she's very popular. When she gets on, she knows her stuff. She's she's not she's easy on the eyes. You know, she'll do a Facebook Live and have, you know, multiple thousands of people watching her. <clears throat> and uh, we talked a little bit about that. We talked about the broadcast industry. And we talked about a lot of different things. We talked about scary news teases, which she was laughing her butt off. Uh, and I said, you know, or do you want to admit right here the fact that you basically are carrying the news station that you're on? She's like, I, I'm like, come on. You know, you can go to Twitter and get your news. You can go to Facebook and get your news. Is anybody really watching the five and six o'clock news? I said, when, when there's a weather event in Tennessee, people watch you, you know, they want to know and they yeah. engage with you. She, she was, you know, kind of coy about it. I'm like, come on, you buy, you and I both know that, you know, right. <laughs> you're kind of one of the biggest revenue drivers of that place. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to know what's going on with yeah. the weather, but that's the kind of stuff that I bring up. Not in a confrontational or controversial way, but let's just be honest. But you can, and, uh, you, you got to be careful because you can make people uncomfortable. Me? Yes. Really? I've let's known you for a long time and you can, <laughs> you can, you can do that Howard Stern thing. Well, you won't let it go. And the person <laughs> is, the person is squirmy and like wants the conversation to end, but you we don't, do. but you don't stop. You've done it to me. You did it to my wife. Really? Yeah. How did I, when, when? Give me an example. I, I can't think of an example. It was 20 <laughs> years ago, but you would do it. Oh, well, I hope it didn't upset anybody. We would like, we would sit around in your bedroom. Right. Me, you and your girlfriend trying to come up with a date for me on a Friday night or Saturday night. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, oh, you know, uh, I kind of want to ask this person. I want to ask Kristen, but I can't. And you'd be like, why not? I'd be like, well, she kind of just broke up with her boyfriend. So, but you know, why not though? Like, why not? I'm like, well, the time's not right. <laughs> I yeah, was but, like a six-year-old. Even the time's not right. I'm like, it's not right. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but what, what if you just did? What's the yeah, worst thing? Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm squirmy. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to get some Chinese food. Uh, I'm annoying salesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess I, you know, and, and I guess I figured out the uh, the suave esque or the suave aspect of doing that, especially when I sold cars and even sell today, you know, I'm not trying being pushy without coming off as pushy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I remember doing that stuff. <laughs> I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. So what about. I'm saying is, it's like when you're doing your pot, like you want, because I want my guests to have a good time. Right. I want them to walk away and go, oh, that was fun. Because then they're going to tell their friends, oh, I did this podcast. It was fun. Right. But I also don't want to be like, you know, this isn't like come on the podcast and it's not like a pitch. Don't just, you're not, I'm not having you on here to pitch your business. Right. Like I'm now I will admit that, you know, I've had some guests on my podcast that have intimidated me and it makes me back off, but I learn from that, you know, really uh, Brad, Bradley being one of them. He's been on my podcast a couple of times. 
And he's, he's a, he's an, in, not intimidating, but he's a large figure, you know, yeah. he's not a large man, but I mean, he's just, his personality is, is big. Yeah. You know? That's why he's successful. <clears throat> and, um, when you get, you know, see, there's a supplication that happens when that, you know, you get people of that stature, uh, and you, tr if they don't know you well enough, like Howard had in the beginning, the hurdle to overcome, uh, with people getting to know how he is right. And when he would have a big name, a list celebrity, and he would ask them, so what do you look like naked? You know, let's, let's talk yeah. a little bit about, you know, and they would be like, oh my gosh, you know, that's, right. we were talking about it last night, George Takai Sulu from Star Trek. Yeah. They have that drop on the Howard Stern show of him going, oh my. It's a tsunami. Right? Right. Yeah. And uh, you know how the story of how that came about that, you know, that sounder? I oh do my. not. No. He had no idea who Howard was. It was scheduled to do an interview there. Uh, Listen to, I guess, in the green room, some of the more, you know, some of his show. He had no idea he was listening to the show he was about to be on. Right. And the stuff they were talking about, he was like, I, you know, eyebrow raising. Yeah. Typical. So they go in and upon his entry and sitting down in front of the mic, Howard must have said something. And, you know, George had realized, oh, this is the show. And he literally goes, oh, my. And Fred grabbed it and, you know, digitized it and put it on the the machine and he was or a cart and was able to fire it off at any time. Yeah. That's I mean, how he, it became using it for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Awa. Oh, so. Oh, my. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, you know, a lot of people in the beginning with him and his personality had no idea who, who, how he could be. He was, he was a shock jock. But eventually, as his reputation spread, it became, oh, this is just how he is. You know? Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's what we all, it was when we're trying to push people, when I had the front men on, you know, I was really kind of pushing Larry about the music business. And he was really honest about it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, you could tell when they get a little squirmy. So. I, I, we have a, my producer sends out an email that's encourages you to listen to a couple of episodes before you come on, just to get an idea right. of the flow. Cause I don't want somebody to come on and be, have something scripted, be a hundred percent serious. Like I like to be like, Hey, listen, here's what it's like on the podcast. Right. Familiarize yourself with what it's like before mm -hmm. you come on. Absolutely. Uh, and sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Um, I love it when somebody hits me up to be on the podcast and I, you know, oh man, you got a great podcast. Oh yeah. What'd you listen to? Oh, I do that all the time. What's your yeah. favorite episode? What about that episode? Did you like? Yeah. Cause of, you know, oh, you know, just, it's just a really good fit for us. How is it a good fit? And that's where that, you know, that making people squirmy because I do they're that. just trying to get on to promote their stuff. I do that because like when people point something out specifically, oh, I like the time you talked about how kid rock, can't rhyme. I like the, I like the episode about like your bereavement. I found that inspiring. I like the episode you did with so-and-so. I know that guy, like then, you know, but if they're like, yeah, I think uh, we could have a really interesting discussion and we love your show. And, yeah. um, you know, you know, they'll say things where you're like, that's not, that's just a typical email they send out. That's not, right. they don't, they don't, they don't know. Let's see who hits back and we'll have us yeah. on. Kind of thing. Listen, in, uh, in 23 minutes, I'm recording another podcast with a better guest. Um, so, Let me leave you with this. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I've always been an ardent diehard fan of yours. You know that. Yes. Thank uh, you. You're amazing at what you do. Um, it's not to be a belligerent idiot telling you, you know what you should do. It's, it's because I believe in you. It's, I, I see the potential and it's, you know, 
you'll you'll be amazing at this. You know, if you just keep the consistency up. Uh, so you're I'm saying, getting excited. What's that? You, I need to put out more content. Is what you're telling me? That's what I should I think do. So you have a, you have a lot to share with the world. Legitimate stuff. That's what frustrates me. There's a, like my business partner is a reluctant social entrepreneur. He is he wants nothing to do with it. But he's got a lot. He's got a gift and stuff to share with the world that matters. That hits hard. That has you know substance. Same yeah. thing with you. You know, but you're not reluctant. It's just a matter of figuring out your systems and processes and how do you maximize your your product productivity in that matter. So I only like to record I only like to record in the morning. I'm out of steam yeah. in the afternoon. <clears throat> I'm an afternoon guy. I, I, this is my time to shine. And then about mm -hmm. one o'clock, I'm like, ugh. And then by four o'clock, I'm like, oh no, I'm just blah, blah. <laughs> like I can't. Or I'll have a podcast scheduled at three o'clock and I'll be at two o'clock, I'll be like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. This morning I was like, all right. Let's go. Ready to go. That's right. Ready to do it. Yeah. Well, hopefully my next guest on my next episode is better. Um, <laughs> Undoubtedly. I'm just kidding. This, this was a lot of fun. idiot that you just had on. I, I, by the way, I do have a complaint about my podcast outro here. <laughs> but let's promote your, your website first. It's jimmccarthyvoiceovers.com. It's your show.co for your podcast needs. It's your show.co. So yeah. we were, I, I transitioned the name of my podcast from mostly automotive marketing to mostly marketing. And right. you re-recorded my intro, but you ignored the outro. So I'll get to it. I love this. I love this, this, this music bed, by the way. <laughs> I don't know where you got that, but it's, it's badass. I was at one of my music libraries. Something you stole from a radio station when you before you left? No, no, no. It's, it's legit. I pay for it. I, I did that a lot when you I left. When I left, wrong. When I left iHeart, I downloaded everything off the internal internet that I could. PowerPoint presentations, music beds, work parts, logos. I yep. knew. I knew a day I was resigning, and I spent the day before downloading everything I could to my laptop. That was the first time I bought an external hard drive was in Vegas to offload everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going out. I'm taking it all with me. But listen, so this part, I need a, I need a re-recording of this part. Absolutely. Hold on. Right here. Oh, my God. Most of the automotive marketing with right Matt there. Wilson is brought to you by... The automotive Wait, part. This guy has I think this part's still funny, though. Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's no blank. No sponsors. That makes, that makes more, more sense. sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. Frackle. You guys made That's that last one up. You That's not it. even a thing, Frackle. Come on. Come on. I like that part still. Yeah. But I think it holds I, up. But I need the re-record. holds up. <laughs> but it needs, <laughs> I need the re-recording because you got to get automotive out of there. Do you have a website landing page for the podcast yet? No. Yeah. Do you? Uh, you know what you should do. Um, <laughs> What's yours? Uh, right now, I have it directed to a Linktree page, which is wonderful. Yeah, it's yep, a I've simple landing page. And uh, I can get my latest episodes up there. I've got my videos, my clips, all that stuff. My company posts all my podcasts on the landing page on the website. Well, maybe point them there. Just make sure all your social icons are on that. You know, if it's a, a formal, you know, just take in radio, we used to talk about removing all the hoops for the listen, listener. Yeah. You're the same thing. Mostly automotive marketing, mostly marketing.com. If you bought the URL, I hope you did and point it right to that page. I so. mean, most of the mo, same with digital marketing. You want as few clicks as possible to get what you want to have to see. If you're going from right. an ad 
to the homepage and then to an inside page. And then there they can buy the widget you're selling. That's too much work. Like land them where they got to go. Silverbackadvertising.com slash podcasts, by the way. I just figured that out recently at a trade show. um, We for the lighting company, J squared. Um, in order to show people other instances of the lights that we have, I created a link tree right there at the show and put it up and, you know, there's a QR code. They can own it, get it on their phone and everything. So it's like, it's sticky. So coming up next, the wrap up show, we're going to talk about this show. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Oh my gosh, it is. It is time for the weekend. Uh, listen at three o'clock where we're going to review all the things we just talked about for the last one hour. <laughs> We've got uh, your chance to win coming up at uh, three, four, and five. Going to be taking caller number nine. The Gonna secret win the, uh, the hundred dollar prize that's uh, we can't afford anyway that we're not going to give our employees because we ought to underpay them and capitalize on their passion. That's right, Jim. That's just right. give us the secret word tippy toe when we tell you that's to call right. in. 203 775 9595. Listen to the Ethan and Mary morning show. Ethan and Mary morning for show. The, for the word of the day or the phrase that pays. The friggin' phrase that pays. Well, that's it for me, Matt Carey, in for Tom Bass. Coming up next, Fat Gilly <laughs> on the home of rock and roll, I 95. In for Tom Bass again. <laughs> Yes, we love you, man. If you listen to this, you know No we do. one knows what we're talking about. Uh, Jim, thank you so much, friend. Uh, likewise. Oh, that's them. There we go. There's the outro. We already played the outro. Never mind. All right, we're done. Uh, don't forget to smash that like button. Are we done? Yeah, sure. I think we're done. One hour and one minute. That was awesome. Yeah. My favorite podcast episode. Really? <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. That was a good one, right? I mean, top five. Yeah, the top ten. At least sometimes top 20 in the last few years. <laughs> All right. We're done now. We're Are you hit. up to a hundred over a hundred episodes yet or no? Uh, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in the one seventies, I think. I don't know, but my, but, but that like you got to get your reps in doesn't apply to me. So I don't, I don't need to. It always applies, dude. I guess I still got to do it. Yeah, but you're good. You know, I've got. I, I, I could always get better. I mean, listen, I stammer. Even though you had, even though you had me on mute for the first five minutes, <laughs> I, these are all the little filler words I keep in front of me. I keep them on a sheet and really? remind myself to slow down, stop stammering, and collect your thoughts. Because I'm like, duh, 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 duh. interesting. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah. What word do I listen. say too? What word do I say too much? I don't really pick up on one. When I was on my NASCAR show, if I was if if I was hosting the show and my co-host was out, Jay Coffee, Jay no. Coffee, yeah. If Jay Coffee was out, it was a carrying coffee show. If Jay Coffee yeah. was out, are you I, still recording this as an episode? Yeah. If Jay Coffee was out, <laughs> no, I'm not going to stop. This is gold. Uh, if Good. Jay Coffee was out, I would. I can't wait to see what clips Opus comes out with when I upload this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to make sense at all. I'm just going to flood TikTok with a bunch of clips that make no sense. Um, and LinkedIn. When Jay Coffee was out and I had a, like a fill-in host, I would say, oh, my God, a lot. Because they would say something and my reaction would be like, oh, my God. Because they didn't, we didn't have that chemistry like you and I have, like Lou and I used to have, like Jay Coffee and I had. There was that like I had to fill in that space because that person didn't know what they were going to say next. You know? It was a, it's a crutch word, crutch yeah. phrase. So mine are, uh, I have in front of, in front of me, I mean, I mean, you know, I tell people, those are the three biggies I 
violate. But that's so. not like Howard has his crutch words. Like uh, he says, he, I mean a lot. Yeah. Or he, he says, oh, he'll say, you know what I mean by that? Or yeah. what I mean by that is when it's like, you don't have to say that you already, we already know what you mean. There was a podcast recently where the guy said at the end of the day, uh, I would say probably 50, 60 times within a five minute monologue. At the end of the day. At the end of the, and at the end of the day, okay, when all is said and done. At the end of the day, I take my pants off and have brownies and milk and then I go to bed. <laughs> That's what I do at the end of the day. I say uh, things of that nature. A things lot. of that nature. Yeah. What I mean by that is, all right, I got to go. I got to record. I got to talk to Steve Light from Clairvoy. We're going to talk about attribution. What do you think about attribution? You need to ask him, is it Steve White or Steve White? White. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Family Guy, right? (laughs) Cool whip. Cool whip. Wait, wait. Say cool. 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 Whip. Whip. Say say it together. Cool whip. Why why are you putting an H in front of the W? <laughs> there's like a res, there's a resurgence on TikTok of Family Guy clips and I'm really I, enjoying them all. They are it's, good. it's hilarious. And the funny thing is to see you ever see the clip of uh, Seth MacFarlane on the Graham Norton show? Yes. Where he's doing all the impersonations and everything. Tom Cruise is there yes. and uh, Charlize Theron here. He's like with these, you know, heavyweight actors and here's this guy that came up with a freaking goofy cartoon, right? Yeah. And yep. he's sitting in this company that, and they're all just laughing their asses off at him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just entered. He's got him in the palm of his hand. Good for him. If you had to bet the percentage of people still listening who started listening to the episode and are still listening in an hour and five minutes, what percent did you say hung on for the whole thing? What's I'd the, say 150%. What's the TSL on this episode? 150, 295,000%. You think the we Q- are that entertaining? You think the cum has gone down in the last hour? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every, Not I can't wait all. to see this, the stats where it's like the line is up and it's like, burr, burr, and then boom, zero. That's where we started talking about whatever, like right now. <laughs> yeah. Like after AD, ADD Central right after now. After the outro, people are like, why are we still listening to this? These two idiots just want to hear themselves talk. You know, there's an element of listening to two people who know themselves well, you know, we, 25 years of friendship. Yeah. There's an entertaining a- aspect of listening to camaraderie like that, I think. But, you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. At the end of the day, it's all entertainment. Should we, uh, for, for those of uh, people that we know will probably listen, uh, maybe Lou, Ethan, uh, Chuck, should we make fun of them now? Or uh, You know who's probably still listening? My friend Travis at Auto Centers Nissan. Thank you, Travis, for listening. Nice. Hello, Travis. Travis. Travis is a good dude. Auto Centers Nissan and Herculaneum. Actually, they're not Her- Herculaneum. Herculane- we got Travis on the line. He's uh, <laughs> caller number nine. Travis, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, go ahead. Hey, Travis. Hey, Lewis. Thanks for listening. Here's Travis getting ready for the weekend. He's getting shaved and ready to go phone. out. Hello. <laughs> Travis on a cell phone and a car phone calling in. Oh gosh! Uh, also, um, who else? Who else will be listening? I get uh, some people say they listen. Oh, and that's the other thing. That's my other crutch is um, uncomfortable forced laughter. So, if you listen to my podcast and you hear me laugh, it's because there's a tinge of me being uncomfortable. Really, I'll, I'll be real and put that out there. I've heard you laugh for real. Too. You're uncomfortable. You laugh during this episode. Well, because I'm comfortable. I'm, uh, that's a real laugh. But you know, like the dad joke challenge. 
if somebody's like figuring out and I could read their face, like, what did I get myself into? Why am I doing dad jokes on this stupid podcast? I tend to, you know, pick up on that and get nervous laughter. You know, you'll. Right. Yeah. It comes like, through. They think this idea is stupid. Yeah. The fast Maybe five. Here's the fast five on a carry coffee show later. Five years from now, Jim McCarthy's going to steal this for his mostly middle Tennessee podcast. <laughs> it's the end of the show. That let's listen. Hey, the dad joke challenge is sponsored. Okay. So it's going to, as long as it's sponsored, it's staying. Now we're going to talk about the things we said wrong in this episode. Time for errors and corrections. <laughs> But that's the thing you got from newspapers that you didn't come up with that idea. Yeah, but doing it on the radio show was our idea. We realized that we make a lot of mistakes. Don't know what we're talking about. We go out, we come up with these crazy theories based on no statistics in NASCAR. And then so our producer started calling us out on it. And so we created the, the bit errors and retractions in 2006, which you brought back in one of your podcasts like three years ago. And then you name your new podcast Mostly. I have two podcasts named Mostly, and you come out with a podcast named Mostly. Are you okay? Imitation is the biggest form of what? The reason flattery. The reason I did Mostly was because I wanted to have the creative license to talk about something that was outside of. Like I wanted to be able to spend five minutes talking about how Kid Rock rhymes sandbar with campfire. It's like those two words don't rhyme. But when you're talking about that in the marketing podcast, yeah, because it's mostly marketing. There's other things that are on my mind. Like Kenny right. Chesney, with all his, he always talks about having feet on the dashboard. Get your disgusting feet <laughs> off of my dashboard. <laughs> Don't put your dirty feet with your fungus on my dashboard. That's why God invented socks. Get your right. feet off my dashboard. Never mind the fact that if you get into an accident, you're going to break your hips if that airbag goes off. Okay? Yeah. All right, Stop. mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my mother-in-law would tell me. <laughs> it's a true story. Don't go outside. You're gonna, we're going right. to get one and a half inches of snow. Uh, we live in New England. If you don't like it, move south. It's a light dusting up there. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's, uh, yeah. You know what you should do? You should buy an SUV. All right, we're done. <laughs> this is over. This is officially over. Thank Are you, Are you really Jim. that upset that I, that I ripped you off? <laughs> what? No, I'm not. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I love I it. Too. I'm not upset at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, me too. No, I'm not upset about it at all. Good at name all. is a good name. And I'll give you credit for it. I'll throw you. I, mean, I completely blatantly stole this concept from Matt Wilson. <laughs> Listen to his podcast. Listen to his welcome. podcast. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you trying to shovel all your listeners, both of your listeners over to my episode. My That's podcast. right. <laughs> Every little bit helps. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Listen to my intro, my outro here. It needs to be re-recorded. Thank you, buddy. Good to talk Mostly to you. Mostly automotive marketing <laughs> with Matt Wilson. Right there. It's not automotive anymore. I Wait, know. This guy has sponsors. <laughs> oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.